Life Audio. I've learned so much through godly dating. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. Welcome back. I feel like we haven't been in here in a while. I don't know why. Well, we had a two-parter with UFC fighter Jared Flash Gordon. That's there, why. There so, you go. So, man, I, uh, I'm going through a midlife crisis. Are you? Yeah, I am. Instead of buying a fancy car, I'm just growing my hair out. He did. He did. Before we started this, he said he was going to start rocking a man bun. I will. So I will. We're going to see that. We actually had a guy in class this morning rock a man bun, and he said, my wife's not going to like this when I get home. Really? So we'll see if Katie's a fan of the man bun. Well, if she's put up with the beard all these years. That is true. So I don't know. I just figured, you know what? I've never had long hair in my life. Why not give it a shot for a couple times? Did you prefer me? Do you even remember me with long hair? I when do. I, I do. Do you no. prefer me with long no, hair? No, but that's another picture that I have. That I can use. <laughs> what were you like? Yeah. Flash uh, that insert picture. Insert picture of me here. playing oh. disc golf. Oh, you look like a dirty hippie. Yeah. So when, when I that's, was. That's generous. When I grow my hair out, it gets like curly, yeah. you know? And me and my yeah. mom used to have a slogan saying curls for the girls, dude. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, you, I don't, yeah, you look rough. You yeah. look rough in that picture, but, but. That's a good day. Yeah, it might not have just been the hair, though. It was probably like a, a yeah. 12 years of doing drugs yeah. prior to that picture yeah. mixed yeah. with the hair and not yeah. taking care of myself. You were, you were wrong out in that picture. So. I think about growing out my hair. My I'm kind of <clears> losing <throat> my hair more so than I'd like. Okay. Well, that's the thing. I just figured I better do it before it's too late for me. So, Anyways, we got a really good show for you today. I think this one's a long time coming, actually. Not like long, long time, but this one's been brewing for a month or two, uh, maybe three, yeah. just in the... Uh, what the Lord's been doing. So specifically, um, what the Lord's been doing in your life and what you've been learning. Um, Ryan and I, um, and I'm going to let him get into it, and I don't know what I should or shouldn't say, so I'm just going to kind of quickly hand this off to you. But Ryan and I had a conversation after we were leaving the studio a few months ago, I don't know, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and it was just about some dating type situation that he was in. And um, historically, what what I know about Ryan and Ryan, you know, this was the conversation he admitted that he not admitted, but he agreed to this. Historically, a situation that he went through not too long ago would have really aided him. Like I'm, I wasn't afraid of him like relapsing or anything like that, but it would have really messed with him mentally, and he mm-hmm. would have gone to a dark place for yep. a season and know how to pull. Yep. You know, he had a. It just would have been bad. But what happened in the situation was the opposite. Like, and I was fired up, man, because I was like, the enemy no longer has that against you, man. Like, that's huge. And then, like, just yesterday we are talking, and, and this is the last thing I'll say. I'm going to hand it off to you. But he was like, man, I've learned more in the Lord in the last three months than I have in the last three years. And with that statement being said, we had to come talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, a guy like Chitty, who's college graduate, teacher, director of facilities, grown in the Lord, doing all these things for the Lord, for him to say, for years now, for five, six years mm-hmm. now, I've learned more in the last three months than I have in the last three years. We've got to just profess that, man. We've got to get that out there. So yeah. I'm going to hand it off to you, man. Tell, tell, the, tell everybody what you went through, yeah. and we won't say names unless you right. want to. Right, no, we're not going to say names, <laughs> yeah. just for the sake of everyone involved in privacy. Well, I guess for her privacy, not everyone involved, because I'm the other party. Yeah, but we have an interesting title. <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, we do. We're, we're probably not going to use it, but we have an in-house title that we would use if it still protected everyone's privacy. So we can't use it. But no, I'm excited. Um, I was, you know, even praying last night, knowing that we were going to talk about this today. I was just praying that God would help me to articulate um, the things that he's shown me and the ways in which he's helped me grow. And um, I've learned so much through godly dating. Um, Just for for a preface, like just for background, you know, um, and we've talked about this before, but it'll help with the overall story. You know, when I came here the third time, July 1st, 2018, so almost five years to the day in a month or so, yeah. um, I knew God was calling for my undivided time, energy, and effort. And I've talked about this on other shows, but um, it's what we're discussing today as well. And I didn't know what that looked like as far as length. I just knew in my spirit, like, Ryan, if I'm going to become the godly man, the godly leader, the disciple, the brother, the teacher all these things that God's calling me to be, I've got to solely focus on him. And I knew I wouldn't be ready for a relationship until I learned how to find full contentment in Christ alone. Mm -hmm. Until he could utterly satisfy me, him and him alone, I knew I wasn't ready for the next step. And so that's the journey I embarked on. Um, July 1st, 2018 is like, God, I'm going to give you everything. Yeah. I'm going to give you my undivided attention for a substantial amount of time until you, until I feel you leading me to come out and, uh, begin seeking a wife, begin seeking a relationship. And so I did that. And, um, along the way I would meet godly men and this would be maybe after a couple of years. And then I started school in, in 2019 and, you know, Adam, he's always just seen the best in me. He's always given me opportunities. He's always, um, I don't know, seen things in me that I, I don't always see in myself. And then after the fact, I'm like, okay, I don't want to admit it, but I see what, you know, I can see what this guy saw, um, Christ in me. And so he would, you know, tell me, man, you ready to date? And he's always looked out for me. Just like, I know he desires that for me because he knows I desire that as well. And I tell him, no, no, no. And I'd have like, even other godly men that I'd bump into at churches, you know, uh, you have a wife and kids. And I'm like, no, they're like, man, I I have women at my church that I would love to, you know, introduce you to. And, and at first I was, it almost feels odd, yeah, you know, because coming from the life of addiction and just havoc that we come from at first it's like oh my gosh like this doesn't feel right well even like coming from the dating world that we can right exactly you know our motives were different right and so it's like the fact that these godly men who have been walking with the lord substantially longer than i have would even see me as like someone that they would desire to introduce to these type of women i was humbled and it just felt weird at first but i would say no 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 i'm good i'm focusing on the lord and you know then i got to a point of you know getting towards the end of school where i was telling adam that you know i'm I'm gonna wait till i I finish school and and graduate i want my undivided attention to be on school and finishing what i had started and it was a big long-term goal of mine and uh, more so what god had called me to do and so I got done with school. Can and, I pause you for a second, yep. man? I know you're on the vibe, but you, you're, you'll keep back up. Because I think well, I don't want to blow past that. Yeah. If we, coming back to him, no, doing you're a right. callback, man, I'd be good. Man, I, that was something that I just looked up to you so much for, man. Like, you you were mature enough to know mm-hmm. how you operate, but you were also you were committing to that commitment you made in July of 18. And mm-hmm. that I'm going to school, God. You've called me to go to school. And... I'm not going to date until I'm done with that. And man, that sounds like, oh, that's a cool commitment. But that wasn't like six months. Right. That was years. And I mean, I'd, I'd check him every now and then, oh, you dating? Oh, man, I haven't graduated yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't graduated yet. And so you had a goal in mind. You felt like God called you to it. And you pressed on towards it. 
and you didn't waver. And I just looked up to you so much for that, man, because that's discipline. I think people need to hear that because so often, so often, people want to jump into relationships Mm -hmm. as soon as they get out of treatment. Mm -hmm. People want to, you know, if they came in single or whatever, they want to go out and start dating. And and it's almost an attempt to to fill that void that you just released Mm -hmm. and surrendered to God um, with something else, and sometimes that's a person, man. But you're you're still healing, like you still have things that God may be trying to teach you in a relationship. Godly relationship is selfless. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of, and, and not in a bad way. But there's there's a lot that goes into it, man. And you don't just dive in. It's not like you used to date, right? Yeah. You, you care for that woman's soul, mm-hmm. and when you're caring for a soul, man, that's that's work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's big. And I'm glad you touched on that because, you know, it's something I saw a lot in my past and it's something I see a lot even to this day um, that people really do um, a lot of times get into relationships due to need of uh, affirmation, need of Mm -hmm. validation, need for assurance need for approval, loneliness, like all these things that in the end, it's, it's a selfish reason yeah. to get into a relationship. And I'm saying that from a place of I've done it before. Me too. Um, and so I was just very mindful of like, no, I want this to be led by the Lord. And I can't describe it in the deepest parts of my heart and soul. Like I will do this right. Like Christ in me is going to do this right. And I felt that way since I came back the third time, like I'm doing it his way and there's no if, ands or buts. There's no shortcuts. There's no nothing. Yeah. I'm sold out to doing it his way and how he's called me to do it in a righteous manner because he knows what's best. And so I waited that whole time and then I got done with college and I, I remember you, you might not remember this, but you even asked me a couple of times, like right after I finished, like, all right, man, so you ready? Like me and Katie have been, and you like, it even touched me, man. You told me at one point that y'all have been praying for yeah. me when it came to that. And that's like, man, that's really encouraging for me um, just to have someone, you know, who has my back like that and my best interest and is praying for these things for me with his wife. And I tell you, no, um, and <laughs> We made a Christian mingle. Yeah, we made we ended up making a Christian mingle account, which to this day, um, He's yeah, never logged into I've it. never looked at it. I d- I guess I counted the price of love was fifty dollars a month for me, I guess, and I wasn't willing to pay it, so I never I never opened the account. But um, I ended up so since all that, I graduated college in May 
of last year, Two, so yeah. 22. Yeah. I waited a few months, and then since then, even to this day, I've only went out on dates with, I think, like four or five women. And it's been a year. That's a year and it's, it's been day, a year. Know, so. And so um, the first few, it was just kind of like a one-time deal. Yeah. Um, I can't really articulate why. I just didn't. I don't know. I yeah. just It was one date, and, and it was done. And then um, actually, I think in January of this year, I – Ended up meeting someone online, um, amazing woman, Proverbs 31 woman. She really loved the Lord. Um, and she was actually um, here, I guess, meeting a friend, one of her close family friends or a family member. Um, and we met on a dating app. And uh, so I didn't know she lived in a different state at first. Well, we start talking and um, it was awesome. And then she told me after like a couple of days or so um, that she lived in a different state. So I was like, well, that's a bummer. Hmm. Um, so I didn't end up uh, messaging her back. Well, she ends up messaging me back. And I have to tell this part of the story because yeah, it's good. so genius yeah, that yeah. like um, she ended up messaging me again after I didn't respond saying, hey, I just really liked your profile. And it just had nothing but scriptures and about, yeah. you know, desiring a wife. Um, I really loved your profile. Um, if God can or if Jesus can raise people from the dead, we can make long distance work. And I just thought that yeah. was like the most genius. Play -a -play -a. Like, I don't know. It was witty. It was funny. It was, it was like sincere and but joking. And I'm like, she sent me her number in that message. And so I texted her. I'm like, that's like the most genius thing you could have ever hit yeah. me with. And it's something I would literally say. So all that to say, we ended up talking for like two months and yeah. we would FaceTime every Sunday. Um, and it's just the deepest conversations I'd ever had with a woman. Now, mind you, I hadn't dated in a godly manner. I had been on three dates before that. There wasn't like lengthy conversations right. with any of those women. So just building a platonic friendship with a godly woman and going about it the right way and sharing each other's testimonies and talking about different spiritual things and praying together and, you know, doing Bible studies on the version app together and it just felt good. Yeah. And it's naturally attractive whenever you meet a woman who loves the Lord, vice versa, when a woman meets a man who loves the Lord and prays. And it's just naturally attractive. So um, I, I, I see now that um, my emotions were getting ahead of God, so mm. to speak. And uh, it went really well for the two months um, that we talked or so, two months or so. And she was going to come here and see one of her friends or family members. And she was also going to come meet me in person. And so, you know, I'm praying about it and I'm thinking about it. And um, I ended up talking to Mike Brown. Um, and I was like, man, I just I really feel led. Like if I'm going to do this the right way, the godly thing to do would at least be to go there first where she's from and to introduce myself to her mom and dad and introduce myself to her family and spend some time with them so that they feel comfortable with yeah. this woman traveling state lines and coming to meet this random guy. And so that's what I did. Um, I flew out there and um, I spent three days out there. Obviously, I got a hotel and um, did all that. And I met her mom. I met her dad. Um, I met her brother. And it church was just friends, too. Church, church friends, friends co-workers. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was just an amazing time, you know. Um, it was a beautiful time. We had a really good time together. And so I come back and... I remember sending her a text because, you know, there's nerves involved and you're trying to get a read. And what I noticed and what I learned now is like you're putting too much stock into just a few days. 
But the reality was for me, it's like, well, this is, this could be a possibly big commitment to make. We live so far away that there's, there's naturally going to be more stock in these little amount of time we have together because it's not going to be like, Oh, I can call you next week and we're just going to go have dinner and see where we go from there. And so I was putting too much stock into it, but um, I get back and I just send her a message saying, Hey, I know I can be over overly reserved. Um, I don't want that to seem like I'm not interested. Um, I feel like the weekend went amazing. Um, I had really had a really good time with you and your family. Um, I could see there's potential. I could see there being potential in a relationship here. And, um, she sent me this long thing back, very sweet. Um, just different areas in which God helped her see certain things from meeting me, different areas in which she thought she was, uh, in a certain place spiritually that she wasn't and just different things. Um, and it simply could also be that she just wasn't interested. I think both can be true at once. Sure. And so, man, I say all that to say, oh boy, can I, can I, from my point of view, where yeah. we're at in the story? Yeah. And so obviously I'm, as he's, he kindly put it and he appreciated me praying for him, but I mean, I've been like a big brother. Uh, I, I'm, I'm highly invested in his dating life. Yes. <laughs> I want to be anyways. And so I'm asking him and I'm getting updates, man. And, and the way that he's speaking about this woman um, never a bad word, even after the fact about her and it was godly. And when they say they were having deep conversations, they were having very godly mm-hmm. biblical, deep conversations, praying together. I hear the report about how the trip went. Um, and the family was awesome, mm-hmm. you know, and it just, you, you got along. And, and I mean, I, the, the, I just, I'm, I'm in this as he's getting to this point and I'm just like, I'm talking to him like, I'm thinking, man, I think he's tracking. He's never dated a godly woman. He kept calling her a Proverbs what? 31 woman. 31 woman. <laughs> Go read Proverbs 31. Uh, but he kept, and so, I mean, I know he's thinking marriage, and so I'm thinking that with him, and I'm just, I'm like, okay, man, this could be it. Um, all the while I'm thinking, man, I know um, that God gave you just a, a heart of compassion and a bit of sensitivity, mm-hmm. and you can you you are a lover in the aspect mm-hmm. of a broken heart is something that would send you to a dark place. Yeah. And so now you are at this point of the story. Yeah. And so she says all these things back and essentially like, you know, um retreats, I guess you could say. Maybe that's a strong word, but the conversations we had prior to then, um it was different. It was more some like backpedaling and I don't think I'm ready for the next step, you know, and I I wasn't even saying marriage, um, just a relationship in general. Um, and so I just remember like, man, I forgot how broken and hopeless and devastated I used to get Hmm. when romantic relationships didn't go my way. Like I'm talking distraught, devastated. It is hopeless. I'm not worthy. I I forgot who I was in Christ. Like, and this is for, at least a few days. And I didn't share it with many people, if if anyone at this point, but I'm, I'm not doing a, a, a good job of really explaining how just down and out I get yeah. in those moments and devastated that I get, but it happened. And God let me feel the weight of my brokenness and depravity when I do things apart from him. And what I mean when I do things apart from him, because it didn't work out the way Ryan wanted to, it was all for nothing. Yeah. You know, it was all for nothing. And I, I went through many different 
phases or stages of grief and just like anger towards God in the sense that God, I wait five years to start dating. And then like you present me a Proverbs 31 woman and this is what happens. Like, what are you doing? How could you let this happen? And then sorrow and then grief and then depression and then just all these different emotions because I had waited and I, I felt like I was doing things the right way and I had done things the right way. And so, um, yeah, I just, I just had some bitterness towards God and I was, I was in scriptures and I was reading and I was praying the next three days. And, you know, I have this little prayer scape that I play. It's 35 minutes long and I can just get really deep into prayer. And not only did he give me revelation on Colossians three verses one through four, and it's about putting on the new self. And I'll read that in a bit, but I remember him also speaking to me. And obviously I don't hear God's voice audibly, but in my spirit is like, Ryan, You've never done this with me. Mm. And it hit me to the deepest parts of my core. Like I felt him say this to me and I was wrecked in like the greatest of ways. It was so empowering, so encouraging, so uplifting. Ryan, you've never done this with me. And it was like in that moment, I can't describe what happened in my heart, but I also realized my biggest, my greatest fear in life in general is opening up to a woman in a romantic sense to the deepest parts of my heart. And one, either being cheated on or two, them either just taking it for granted and walking away or something like that rejection. And it's deep like that fear is deep. It can almost be paralyzing. It and is I see it happen in a lot of other people as well. And that's why I wanted to tell this. Cause like, I'm sure a lot of people can relate. It's paralyzing. Yeah. It's to the point where like, I won't even entertain talking to someone or entertain dating or entertain getting to that place of possibly cultivating a relationship and building, uh, emotions for someone and feelings for someone because of that fear. Yeah. And it's like what happened in all that, it was the first Proverbs 31 woman that I had ever had genuine godly conversations with, done things in the right way, met her in person, met her family, like everything looked awesome. Yeah. And so I lost what Ryan deemed the greatest woman you could possibly yeah. lose. Not to say there's not more out there, but I'm just painting the picture. Yeah. The in greatest his mind, woman. Th- he's never experienced this before. And so this is... This is it. Yeah. This, this is, is the it. greatest scenario yeah. ever, and it was gone. Yeah. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. It was gone. Yeah. And. I mean, man. I had like the text ready to send of all the boys. <laughs> hey, man, we got to get Ryan out the house every yeah. night this week. Love on him. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I didn't, I, you know, didn't send it. And 
that conversation that we, that I talked about at the beginning outside was at this moment. And I just remember you dude. I got like choked up and I had to put my glasses on. I might do it now just because God put in my spirit in that moment. This was it. Mm. There's nothing else. If, mm. if Ryan can get through the, obviously trials, temptations, things are coming yeah. for the rest of our lives. You know, uh, in this world, you will have trouble. Mm. But it was like, man, I've seen you just conquer so many hardships, family, mm-hmm. uh, frustrations with work. Oh, yeah. School. Yeah. How many times did you almost quit? Yeah. You know, I mean, finances, all yeah. this stuff. But it was always that rejection and that. And I mean, I'm hearing all these things. This, man, this is the greatest one, you know, the greatest. I've never experienced dating like this. And then when it came to a head and that conversation outside, I remember you saying, man, it was a gift. God showed me what date, godly dating was. Mm. And he started talking about all these things, like these mature things that God was showing you. I was like, and I got emotional. And I remember just in my spirit, God told me, I was like, not God told me, but I, right. I mean, I was like, there's no weapon formed against you that can prosper. Mm. If there was one, this was it. Yeah. This was the only one I was worried about. Yeah. And, you know, and I was like, okay. I was like, are you for real right now? And he's like, yeah, man. And he's like, he's teaching me in this moment. And, da, 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 da. and I keep up with some of the alumni, and they were, they're telling me, I talked to one last night, they were telling me, uh, you were like talking about it in class, like t- making classes out of it and, and stuff like that. So they're all knowing what's up with, with Chitty. And I was so, like, horrible decision, by the way. <laughs> horrible decision. Talk about overzealous. <laughs> what I mean, it was what you were going through, which yeah. is the best way to teach if right. it's real. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I just, I remember I was like, Oh, watch out, Satan. Yeah. He just got kicked in the teeth, son. Yeah. There's no weapon. And I mean, that's where I was at. And I, just, I got emotional. I was just like, I don't know. I didn't say this to you then, but it was almost like, okay, let go. Adam, God's got him. He's, he's, mm. he's, he is a mighty man of valor. Mm. I don't know. It was a moment for me, too. Yeah, man. And I, I remember our conversation after the podcast because we both know because you know me like yeah. that's something that will send me off. And I truly believe and I don't say this from a place of pride. I say this from a place of what God has done in my life. It wouldn't take me back to my addiction. Right. But it would take me to a dark place, place of a dark depression place. Yeah. and forgetting who I am, which is just as, as dark for me. Sure. And just uh, it would have hit your confidence, your leadership, oh, your, your attitude, your fellowship, the way you coach, the way you lead. Yes. It would have taken you to a dark place for Abs- a season. Man. Absolutely. And um, I remember talking to you out there and like I felt the joy of the Lord as I'm telling you these things. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, I can't explain it. Like, I almost want to be more distraught and devastated and, and hopeless. Like, yeah. it's weird to say that, but yeah, you know yeah. how whenever yeah. we're depressed, we want to be depressed. When we feel this way, we kind of, a part of you wants to be that, should I say. Yeah. But I couldn't. And not only did, did he, he tell me that, you know, or did, did I feel him telling me that um, you've never done this with me, but he also told me, you are mine. Yeah. Like, you are mine. Like, I forget. Like, I've. Why would I forget who I am yeah. in Christ and all that he's done for me and that my identity is solely in him and him alone? And just because something doesn't go my way, that doesn't change who he is and, and yeah. what he is in my life. But I have a, several different things. Whew. I hate to do you this way two weeks in a row, but this is part one. Uh, th- there's, this, is a, this was almost an hour worth of talking. It is so good. Um, Chitty is breaking down to you um, 
this moment that God's grown in. Uh, so this is going to be part one. We're going to leave it right here, but you need to stay tuned because next week uh, he's going to start talking more intentionally about what God taught him. So if you could, if this blessed you, if you enjoy our podcast, please like, subscribe. Subscribing means a lot to us. It helps grow the channel in ways that help the algorithm and also different things that YouTube opens up for us. Uh, but thank you so much. Tune in next week for part two. Love you guys. We want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the Life After Addiction podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of their faith-centered podcasts and their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much more. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless. Do you ever hear sayings make their way through the culture and the church that seem nice in theory, but are actually theologically problematic? My name is Shara Donahue, and I'm the host of The Bible Never Said That, a podcast where we examine these popular sayings under the lens of biblical truth. We cover sayings like, God won't give you more than you can handle, time heals all wounds, and follow your heart. We also spend time exploring how people use Bible verses out of context. If you want to grow in discernment and truth, join us and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.